0: This is episode 128 of Bella in Your Business. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to know, are you burnt out trying to hire employees? Or maybe you want to hire employees, but you're just terrified of that boogeyman that does not exist in the closet. Well, this episode is sponsored by my free three-part webinar series, Jump and Scale Your Business. And I would love to see you there. It's a must have attend if you want staff, you want to grow, you feel like you're held hostage, or you have to high turnover. Signing up is as easy as going to jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale.
1: Welcome to Bella in Your Business where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready, Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump.
0: Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta. And today I've actually got a fellow colleague of mine here. I have got April Cox with me and she is a dog mom of two, recently left corporate America to run her daycare and boarding business, Rockies Retreat. Rockies is a boutique experience that allows dogs to thrive led by the amazing April. April's also a mastermind member who I've just been watching her journey and she's been kicking so much butt and having fun while doing it. Her outlook and her mindset are so inspiring that I wanted to have her on today. So April, thanks for Taking some time to sit down and chat with us. Thanks
1: for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah. So April, for those of the listeners who might not know who you are, could you give us a brief introduction?
1: You know, I've always been an animal lover and I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl, like I had a lemonade stand and, you know, I was always just coming up with something to do on my own. So when I figured out that the two could kind of meld. It was kind of perfect. Rocky's Retreat was actually founded in 2011. The previous owner sold the business and I stumbled across it in July of 2017 and made the decision that this is where I was going to go with my life. And so a couple of months of paperwork later, and I became the new owner of Rocky's Retreat.
0: I love it. I love it. What were the things that you were looking for when you started the business? Like what was your intention for it?
1: really just to do something that brings me joy. In the beginning of my career in corporate America, I was doing all the things I was supposed to do. Making money and moving up and being promoted and taking on more responsibility, but it just never really made my heart happy. It made my checkbook happy.
0: (laughs) I think a lot of people can relate to that. We do things because like we're supposed to do. I mean, these are the next steps. Like even from kids, I think we have all these expectations placed on us, right? And so we just start going through this path of I have to complete school, I have to go to college, I have to get a good job, I have to have, and before you know it, you're living your life for someone else. It sounds like that's kind of like what you. Like ah stop! I want to do something that makes me happy.
1: Yeah, it was a little scary to think about it because there's a lot of safety and having a steady paycheck and you know benefits and all of that. But I just almost felt like every day that I went into the cubicle, like another part of my soul was dying. I feel the same
0: exact way. I've actually tried to get a couple of remote offices so that I'm not working at home and every time I go there, I just I feel the same way. I feel like it's taking part of my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough. it's a tough thing. You also mentioned fear. You were kind of afraid to kind of go off and venture there. Can you tell us more about how you would describe your relationship with fear and what you do with that when it comes in? Because I think that's a big part of an entrepreneurial journey.
1: Yeah, fear played a big part of it for a really long time, which is probably why I didn't do something much sooner. I had a conversation with a girlfriend probably about four or five years ago. And once I hit 40, the desire to really go do my own thing started growing and growing and growing. Because it's like, okay, I only have about 20, 25 more years left to work. So a girlfriend of mine said that she was really surprised I wasn't already doing my own thing. And she said that you could just tell it's in me. And so that really resonated with me. And that was probably one of the conversations that really started getting me down the path of dealing with the fear of it was that other people saw in me that I didn't belong in the cubicle. Powerful. Yeah. And so I just started really, you know, dealing with it and I just started making plans. I'm a planner. Five years ago, I had changed jobs and I had a huge spreadsheet with the pros and the cons and (laughs) all of that. So I just really started planning and, you know, acknowledging the fear. I mean, I still have Beer every day and you know me leaving the cubicle, I think anybody who was even remotely connected to me on social saw how excited I was. <laughs> I did. it was so excited. It was funny, I had so many people that reached out to me that were just genuinely excited for me. It was fun. But it literally went back and forth from one day I was excited, the next day I was terrified and I was like, I can't do this, I'm not going to do this, like, what am I, crazy? So I think just kind of acknowledging your fear and not trying to just put it away, because if you put it away, it's just going to keep building and building and building, and then it's something giant that you have to deal with, whereas if you kind of deal with it on a daily basis and kind of work through what it is... And it's different for everybody. Some people like to write stuff down. Some people like to plan. Some people want to go do yoga. It's yeah. just different ways for people. But yet I think you really have to do deal with it.
0: I think it's really neat how you had so many different sounding boards in your life, whether it was social media or that friend you talked about. You know, I think all of us, it's a really important lesson that we can't do anything alone and we all deal with fear and self-doubt and we need those sounding boards in our life to like reflect back to us and be like, wow, I'm surprised you don't have your own thing yet. And you're like, really? Oh, well, yeah. And knowing that people believe in us is also really powerful too, right?
1: Yeah. My last day in corporate, again, because everybody knew, um, (laughs) I got a message on Facebook from somebody that I had worked with in my previous job. So I probably hadn't worked with her in five years, six uh-huh. years, and she moved out of state. And, and I got this message from her of just how inspiring it was and how happy she was for me. And that wasn't the only message like that I got. But you know, having that support and knowing that other people are excited for you, it really helps too. So you know, just letting everybody know what your intentions are, kind of builds that crowd for you. And that can help you with the fear too.
0: That's so cool. So you said you're a planner and you did all the spreadsheets and stuff. So talk to me, and I'm I'm thinking about the people that are actually working a corporate job or another job wanting to go full time in this pet industry that is just ridiculously booming every year, right? Mm -hmm. Tell me for you personally, what was your goal for leaving the corporate? Like, what did you feel like you needed to have in place in order to walk away? Was it just a certain time or was it something tangible or was it
1: just you were over it? I did want something tangible. I guess the tangible for me more was really understanding the business and understanding the daily flow. So I went through pretty much almost a whole year of working both my full-time job and owning the business. So I had a good idea of when it's slow, when it's busy, when do I need to be prepared? Like obviously next week is Thanksgiving week. It's mm-hmm. a crazy week.
0: All
1: Um, hands on deck. Yeah. So it was just really understanding what my busy times were, what my slow times were, getting to know my customers. And I just felt it was the time because, you know, this is a very, very touchy-feely business. These are, you know, pets are people's babies and they want to trust you with them. And if they don't see you all the time, you know, they're not going to have that trust in you. So I just really needed to be able to put my hands more on the business and just be able to really be there, develop my team, just grow the business. The business is great, you know, and it's profitable, but now it's time to really grow and kind of expand.
0: So that's really interesting. It wasn't a matter of like you needed all your ducks in a row or you needed to achieve X amount. It was more like before you took that step into that next boat, what I'm hearing is that you wanted to make sure that you understood all of it going into it so that you could fully immerse yourself. That's really fascinating to me. I love that. I love it. It tells a lot about how uh, you prepare for stuff, which is Probably the opposite of me because I like just jump and figure it
1: out. <laughs> well, there were some aspects of just figuring it out, but the business part, that's a no-brainer for me as far as being a manager and, you know, doing payroll and having conversations when necessary. That part was a no-brainer because I've been doing that pretty much my whole life, but I wanted to understand the ebb and flow of the pets and their parents and the busy times, you know, because being A dog mom and a dog lover is a lot different than being a pet caretaker. Tell Um, us more
0: about that because people listening might just be getting into the business right now too.
1: Well I mean obviously I know my dogs and I know what their quirks are and their personalities but that doesn't mean that I'm an expert by any means on everybody else's animals and so just you know all the vaccines that are required and why they're required and there's a big faction of people out there that don't believe in vaccines and can I accept that and is that that okay? And how young is too young? And how old is too old? And do you accept a dog when they're in heat? And there's just so many things to understand about, you know, dog personalities and their temperaments. At Rocky's Retreat, we take all temperaments. The only thing we wouldn't take would be a people-aggressive dog. So even if a dog is dog-aggressive, we take them, but that's a big responsibility. And so you really have to understand how to be able to handle a dog that doesn't like other dogs. And I
0: would imagine you kind of do get those sometimes because not all dogs grow up socialized. Like they just (laughs) grow up the only dog in their house and they don't know that there's other dogs, right? Interesting. All right, so let's go back to you. What changed? I saw the celebration online, but what changed that Monday morning when you didn't actually have to get up for work? How did your life change not working corporate anymore and just being a
1: full-time business owner? You know, it's such a cliche thing to say and I can't think of a better way to say it, but I literally felt like a weight was lifted off of me. I felt like I was bogged down all the time. I was never happy. And I just felt like, oh, I can finally be there and work my business the way that I want to work my business, do my schedule the way I want to do, I've read a lot of books on how to build your day, and you know, without you have a whole day like yeah, all jobs. <laughs> but and, and I've read a lot of books on how to work your day and you know plan according to your body clock and you know things like that. And I've just learned after forty plus years, I don't do well in the wee early hours of the morning. And now I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, I still get up and I do things, yeah. but you know. I'm not out, you know, facing the world at 8 a.m. anymore, which was a big deal for me. I also hate Mondays. So everybody's getting a kick out of the fact that I'm usually taking Mondays off. But I just felt free. Now the world is my oyster and I can really build it the way that I want to and control my schedule more. That's still something that's very strange for me. It's still pretty new, but it's kind of like, you know, I made my hair appointment at noon on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Like who does that? I had a massage (laughs) last week in the middle of the week just because I can, and I have that flexibility. I'm working probably more now on my business than I was before. So it's definitely not a 40 hour a week deal, you know, owning your business, but I can schedule those pockets of time for things that I need to do. And so I'm not like scrambling to get those things done.
0: I love everything that you just said, because it just actually made me realize and bring to my consciousness how lucky we are. Like I joke around about it sometimes, but I would never be able to, okay, you get off at five o'clock. So you have to make your hair appointment at 545, six o'clock at night. Like what? <laughs> like, you know, we really do have such a advantage being able to run our own ship, so to speak. So what kind of advice do you have for the people that are wondering? There's a lot of people out there, April, and I know you might see them in some of the groups where They're working a full-time job. They feel like their business can't support them yet or they don't know how much they need from their business to make it support them or they're afraid of it. They're just teetering back and forth and back and forth and they just don't know when to make the jump, how to make the jump, to leave corporate because their heart really is in it. But it's like leading a double life almost. I'm sure you probably felt that way too, you know, like you work during the day for someone else and at night for yourself. What kind of advice or thoughts do you have for someone in that position right now?
1: If you're teetering, you want to be where your business is, but you're stuck to the cubicle and you're you're really teetering on it, you're going to overanalyze it to death. And there's never going to be the perfect time. You know, you're always going to wait and you're going to say, when I get this much money or when I save this much money or when I have XYZ amount of clients and something's always going to come up. If I would have let everything in my first year that happened, just from a like a building perspective it's an old building so you know the pool broke the water heater broke there's a leak in the wall and you know if you let all of those things stop you and scare you there's never going to be the perfect time so something's always going to happen something's always going to break customers do come and go it's just fluid business so you really just have to decide how much you want it and make that jump the other thing is is you have to be willing to give up things So I obviously, I love to go on vacation. I obviously realize that I'm probably not gonna be able to have the types of vacations that I had for another year or two. That's, I'm not giving them up permanently. (laughs) It's a temporary sacrifice. It's a temporary sacrifice because obviously that's not a necessity. Having electricity and food for the house is a necessity. So those things have to come first and you really just have to decide how much you want it and if you're willing to sacrifice and, and go for it.
0: I love it. I love it so much. Remind me again. So you bought into Rockies or you started it from scratch? I bought the business. I always think it's interesting, the buying and selling. And I think there's a lot of that happening in our industry right now because people are either getting burnt out and they're trying to get out or people are trying to go from mid six figures to the seven figures and they're acquiring companies. So there's like this major shift happening right now. Tell me what attracted you to buy Rockies? What about the financials or the way it was structured or it ran made you feel like this is a good investment for me to make?
1: So there's a little bit of personal story there as well as I like the model. So the model is that it's a smaller facility and I based it on my experience of when I would board my dogs, when I would go on these lovely vacations. I'm full on like crazy dog mom. They are my children. I don't have kids. These are my kids for me. You know, we get subscription boxes and you know, Starbucks and all that. So I was very particular. And I just didn't like the type of facility where they would go and everybody goes out together and we just hope there's not a fight. And there's a lot of that in boarding situations. And so that's the thing that really drew me to Rockies is that it is a smaller facility with very individualized care. And they had always had this longstanding model of really getting to know the dog and basing the care on their personality. And that's what I really liked because that's exactly what I want for my boys. And so I felt like these customers are my people and that I would really understand the customers because I'm that mom that has like, you know, they have their own backpacks for when they go away. That <laughs> so their names cute. On it. Love it. Yeah. So I just really felt like I would really understand the customer base because they were my people and that I could provide that service to them. And then the personal part of it was my father had passed away in March of 2017 mm-hmm. and his dog's name was Rocky. And so the business's name was Rocky's Retreat. So I kind of felt like it was what a sign say? for my dad. Yeah, I
0: love it. So the way that they ran it, the operations and the culture of the company was something that really made you want to buy it then.
1: Yeah. I just immediately fell in love with just the vibe. It was homey. It didn't look like a kennel at all. So it's an old house that was converted. So it doesn't look like a kennel. It's very homey, very personal care. The business was always very accessible to the customers. So customers can email and phone at any time. So it just didn't seem like a very structured... Like a jail. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. I love it so much. And I'm so excited for you. And I love watching how excited you get just being a full-time entrepreneur. It's so exciting. So what's the future like for Rocky's Retreat in April?
1: Well, we actually just finished this week building five more rooms. So I took an old office that was in the building and converted it into five more rooms because obviously Thanksgiving was right around the corner. And they're actually really nice rooms. You know, this business is something that you're always having to do refreshes and touch-ups from a facilities perspective, just because dogs are rough on everything. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll kind of start going through the building and just you know updating everything, refreshing, and just really trying to build and grow the business. I'd love to get it to where we don't have a second location because we are in Orlando when anybody that lives in Orlando, one of their first complaints about being in Orlando is the traffic. And so Orlando's really spread out too. So I'd love to have a second location, maybe on another section of Orlando so that I could, you know, diversify there and then just kind of keep growing from there.
0: Awesome. You said traffic and we have snowbirds here. So a certain time of the year, it gets very busy. I can only imagine what it's like living next to Walt Disney World and having (laughs) tourist traffic all the time. Yeah. I love that. I cannot wait to see what you do and where you grow. I know you filled out something about a special offer, get a free gift for signing up for our email list at rockysretreat.com. We send out great info like tips and recipes and promise we're not spammy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Our newsletter is pretty good. We send it out once a month. Every once in a while, we might send an additional email, but you get a free ebook if you sign up for our email. So it's right on the homepage. I love it. I love it. Great job. Well,
0: thanks so much for joining us today. I love having you here. You guys, if you liked this episode, go ahead and comment below or tag myself or tag April. Let us know what stood out to you and what takeaway you're taking from here. Remember, if you're in corporate right now, your life beyond corporate does exist and you can use April Cox as an inspiration. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping.
1: Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.